Welcome to Brown Love, the show where we get real about all the things Latinx communities are talking about on your timeline. Brought to you by Netflix and Con Todo. I'm your host, Dasha Polanco. Personally, I really respect comedians. As an actor, I know what it's like to put myself out there. But it's a whole other rush when you're doing stand-up or improv and you need to get those immediate laughs. I mean, comedic timing, your delivery, you can't be corny. For today's episode, I sat down with the hilarious Carlos Santos, who plays Chris on Netflix's Hentified, and Oscar Nunez, who you know from Netflix's Mr. Iglesias and fan favorite, The Office. And these guys couldn't stop joking around. Buenos dias. Good morning. Thank you so much for uh, uh, calling my name first. Oh, okay. How do you feel about that, Oscar? I've learned to live with it. <laughs> um, we live in an age where the youth are uh, taking over and demand attention, attention, attention. Don't touch my walker. Please leave that alone. <laughs> Kids messing with my walker. Because I'm old. Because you're older. That's the Because you're older. And he can't walk as well. But brown don't frown. Oh, brown don't frown, but the hips. I was going to say, we're like different shades, but we're close, but we are a little different. We are different. Look at that. Because when our powers combine. Is this Caribbean? Where are you from? Cuba? You're Cuba? Where are you from? Puerto Rico. And I'm Dominican. We're the Trinidad. We are cousins. We are cousins. We're cousins. The whole trinity of salsa and merengue. That's right. So, Carlos, Oscar. Dasha. Yes. Yeah. Being that you're Cuban, Puerto Rican, I'm Dominican, how do you identify Latinx, Hispanic? Tween supermodel. Yeah. I, okay. There, you went for Whatever it. it is, it's a title to make it easier for people to identify who you are. It just makes it easier for them. But I think it doesn't take too long to say, hey, what are you, Dominican? That's beautiful. Hey, what are you, Cuban? That's beautiful. You're Puerto Rican? That's great. Because... If you go to a Scottish man or an Irish man or a guy from Wales, hey, you're English. They go, no, I'm not English. I'm Scottish. I'm Ireland. And people go, ooh, fascinated. That's Welsh, right. Irish. So why can't we be Puerto Rican, Dominican, yeah. Bolivian, whatever you are? Mm-hmm. Take the time to figure out what it is. But again, getting back to the thing, which is it's making it easier for the lowest common denominator of person to go, oh, you're brown. I guess you're a Latino. Why did I do that accent? Now people know. are going to, now that we're going to get letters. That's stereotypical. Yeah. That's stereotypical. That's wrong. It's wrong. That's wrong. Right. It's wrong. Well, we live and but we learn. That's the thing. So whatever it is now, tell me because I don't know what's happening with it. It's Hispanic or well, Latino. Well, I think that um, we've it's, had it's Latinx. To... Educate me because I'm old. I don't know. I think that being in America, coming from a Latin Latin country, yeah. I think that where you grow up, right, whether East East Coast or West Coast, for me, East Coast, you just say where you're from, mm-hmm. right? That's um, right. And we develop these terms so that the non-Latino culture understands the subdivisions of Latinos and how we embrace. I've had to use the term now Afro-Latina so that they know that I embrace my African roots, my Taino roots, my European, because we come from islands, mm-hmm. right? Um, do I use it? I use it when I'm speaking to the audience myself. I just say I'm Dominican. Mm-hmm. So on that term, Dominican, Puerto Rican. Right. Yeah. Cuban. Right. Yeah. But. Speaking of that and being from the industry that we are and so many like political conversations and identity and the stereotypes, how has that affected the roles and what you're doing now as far as like the roles you're able to play? 
Carlos will answer for me. I will say that Oscar's career has really uh, been really successful. And I think he's gotten some really great opportunities starting in the mid 2000s. And I feel like that's really opened up a lot of doors for him. Now for me, yes, <laughs> it's been a it's been a journey. It's been a journey. It's been a journey. Yeah, because uh, about- it's I think that it's easier to get pigeonholed as a minority, obviously. So you have to always fight the good fight. That's right. Mm-hmm. Your role, the character of Chris on mm-hmm. Hentified. Yeah, yeah. Tell me a little about that and yeah. playing that role, the opportunity to play that. So Chris, uh, he is, it's, he's in an interesting position because he, he's got to figure out what's going to be more important. If it's going to be career or family because he's kind of set in a place where his family's kind of struggling. Uh, his uh, grandfather owns a taco shop that runs the danger of... Uh, Losing it because of like the rent is going up, gentrification. Buenos dias. I brought maple bacon donuts. Oh, hey, Pop. I've been brainstorming ways for you to make more revenue. You know, I was thinking like targeted marketing, social media. Whoa. You should do like a loyalty program with a punch card, but it's like in the shape of a taco. Hello, so that. <laughs> Why are you fucking always fighting like comadres over leftovers? I'm trying to do my job, but I can't get this mosca out of the kitchen. She fried, don't bother us. Stop. But Pop, really, you should think about changing the menu. You know, like introducing a new taco of the week? Of it? Yeah, you should experiment with new flavors and introduce seasonal ingredients. Uh, what do you think? Is it gentrification or well, gentrification? Well, the show, well, gentrification, to, to be clear, is when it doesn't, when it comes from the people from the community. So it's set in Boyle Heights. So the idea of gentrification, if somebody from the outside comes in, buys out property and then upsells everything. Gentrification is people that go out, become professionals and come back and so it's it's a it's a delicate balance because I think the important thing is erasure. A lot of people are uncomfortable with gentrification because uh, it's very easy to lose the the history of the place, the people, and all that stuff. So it's a you know that's basically what the show is about. And my character wants to be a, a big time chef, right? He wants mm. to do it all. He wants to be a Michelin starred chef, but but he's kind of caught in the middle because he, he has to help his family out. Mm. And so that's the kind of the struggle. And he actually grew up, the character Chris grew up in, he, he grew up in Bull Heights for a little bit and then he left to uh, to go to Idaho. He went to Idaho. He went to- To grow potatoes. Yes. To be a chef. Yeah. Um, and so he came back and so now he's struggling also with identity. Hey, está bien, hombre. Never better. Everything's awesome. Hey, ¿qué tal ese partido las chivas anoche? Didn't catch it. ¿No lo viste? ¿Qué clase de mexicano eres? Oh, I didn't watch the game and suddenly I'm not Mexican? Sí, relájate, bro. You know what? I'm more Mexican than all y'all. Ándale, <laughs> pues. Eres mexicano, güerito. Oh, you don't think so? Test me. Right here, right now, and we'll settle it. ¿Cómo, cómo? ¿Como una prueba de mexicano? Whatever you want to call it, chief. But less talking and more doing. Amazing. He got a little... Uh, but that must be a great opportunity. It's like a reflective, right? Yeah, totally. I don't feel like I belong. <laughs> yes, right now. Oh okay. My God. And it's funny that, that we're speaking about that in front of Mr. Oscar because Mr. Oscar... I grow potatoes? You grow Where potatoes. Where are you going with this, Tasha? Hmm. I'm going with this that you've been an image for us in the Latin community. Hmm. You work on office. You know, that was a run for how long? We were nine seasons, nine... Really wonderful, fun seasons. How was that? How was the experience? Oh, so fun. Yeah. And thanks to Netflix, it's made a resurgence. Kids are watching it. Kids are, it's crazy because it's on all the time now. So kids My are watching. My niece is 11 over. and she watches yeah, it. She's no. obsessed with it. It's office. crazy. Yeah. They watch it again and again and again. Yeah. I love a good quitting story. 
it makes me feel like I have control over my own life. It gives me hope. Maybe I'll have one of my own someday. <laughs> but I dream. And for me, it's, it's like when I used to watch Cheers or Mary Tyler Moore or, or Seinfeld. I'm like, oh, that's when the kids seem and they're like, they go crazy. I'm like, why are they? I'm like, all oh, right, you did the same thing when you watch. That's what it is for them. TV's huge, huge, huge in our culture. But how is that role different in the office to now being the assistant principal uh, in Netflix's Mr. Iglesias? Oh, it's different. It's, we have Mr. Iglesias is, uh, it's in front of an audience. Multicam. Multicam. Thank you. It's a multicam. So you have to stop for the laughs, which is weird, right? You have to say the line and then just stare at yeah. you <laughs> while the people laugh at anything kind of we like say. What we're doing now. <laughs> and, and, but the office is more like, was just more like a play stuff. And Gabe comes with a huge fan base that adore him. So they come in and they just love to see him. And so you have to adjust for that. So tell me the good news. Real estate flyers? You're leaving us to sell houses? <laughs> That's good news. <laughs> no, Gabriel? Proof. The better the schools, the higher the property value. Once we get rid of the poor students, our test scores go up, and then the equity of my real estate portfolio goes through the roof. Carlos, your one-bedroom fixer in Norwalk is not a portfolio. <laughs> How did you guys start off in comedy? We started together. We had we got, we were in Hoboken, New Jersey. We had a ventriloquist act. 73, yeah, September. That was it. Yeah. The and then we broke the off because his drug uh, uh, t was too much for me. I can't handle the aspirin. Of, I can't handle aspirin. He would take I'm so crazy. much aspirin. Crazy. <laughs> and we broke up and I said, yeah. get out of here, you. And I hope to see you in 20 years. And wow. then we 30. saw each other here and we just picked yeah. up right where we left off. Okay. I think, Dasha, you wanted to say, how did we start? Yeah. You were stand-up. I started... I did a little, I started all doing uh, theater and stand up and improv all at the same time. Um, That's wow. crazy. Pick one. Well, no, I can't. I can't choose. At the same, you were doing stand up and theater at the same time? Yeah. How did the other actors feel on stage when you would start doing stand up in the middle oh, of a play? Oh, they Carlos. handled it. On Broadway. Yeah. Well, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> um, no, well, how did I start? I was, I always wanted to do comedy. I, I, I think this is. I when do you plan to start? Hello. Hello. Here we are. This we is love why we other. broke up. This is why we broke up. It takes up. a lot this of bravery, though, to decide to be comedic <laughs> and have this world. Because I'm the I'm the one that loves to be entertained, like comedy shows, improv shows, sketch shows. Those are the type of things that I like to attend, right? Yeah. You escape your life, make fun of things, make mm -hmm. light of things or serious things. So, like, for you, mm -hmm. when did you realize that that's the path you would like to take? At what point did you decide that? I think I was like 15 when I said, oh, this is, could be a career. I always wanted to do comedy. I, I'm kind of fortunate because I always wanted to do that. I was never like trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I just didn't realize you could get paid. What made you like, what, what made you say I want to do this? Who did uh, you I think it was Jim Carrey at some point in the 90s where I was like, oh, this guy is, you guys are so young. Get a career. And then uh, and, uh, Will Smith, obviously Fresh Prince. Obviously. So these were the, obviously, you know, that's a big influence. So for me, that was the, that was those probably, there's a long list of people that have influenced me, but those were the first ones where I was like, oh, I think you can, you can actually have a job doing this thing that I've been doing for free. Uh, so then I went to college at the theater then I got to Second City and then I moved to LA. So everything was just like, after that decision, it was just like one. Everything. Yeah. Just, just kind of like. That's amazing. Yeah. And what about for you, Oscar? I feel so old. <laughs> Don't I, you worry. You know what? 
we came. Not, I'm kidding. I'm. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> He's okay. We were in uh, Massachusetts. Had been here a couple of years. I was like four or five, and and we're watching the Carol Burnett show. My dad and I, and there was an actor. His name is Harvey Corman, and Harvey Corman would do this bit where he would come out. They were waiting for him on stage already. They were doing a bit. Carol Burnett and Ken Berry. You don't know who these people are, but it's, I know. and Carol Burnett be looking at her watch like, and and then Harvey Corman would walk in, and the audience would clap, and he would fake like he was being, like he had to go and bow to the audience, and they were waiting for him. And my father would lose his shit. He's like, he can't do that. They're waiting for him on stage. Well, no, but he going he bow. Oscar, no, son of a bitch. What he he can't. And I'm like, oh, he's not really mad at him. He's laughing, and I'm like, Harvey Corman is breaking the fourth wall. He's pretending to go, but that's all part of it. And I'm like, I want to do this. I want to do whatever. It wasn't stand-up. It's like sketch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And him and Tony Randall from The Odd Couple from the TV show. Those two guys influenced me. Yeah. Now, for both of you, those of us who are not comedians, don't ever think about the backstory <laughs> of a joke. Losers. Oh, boy. And how much Get work it, it takes to write a good joke. How do you come up with a joke or the whole process? Carlos, you want to take that one? I think it just, it depends. Um, when you do an improv, I think I always, it's easier because it's, you're going off of the other person. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to, you create whatever is in the moment. Stand up, I guess you have an idea that's funny and you try to develop it into something that makes sense. And then you try to put it in a, in a frequency that everybody can understand. That's a lot wow. of work. That's a lot wow. of work. I just call my writers. But at wow. some point I would that's like to have a writer's room. I would love to have a writer's life. room too, Oscar. Yeah. That'd be nice to get that kind of money. Okay, goals. Office money. Well, mm. I have a question about the difference of comedy that I thought would be interesting. How do you prepare for, or is it universal for you? Comedy in, in Latin America is different to comedy oh, in absolutely. America. Okay. What is the difference or is there when you're preparing for your comedy, like the audience that you're delivering to versus America versus Latin America? It's quite different. And I thought... Do you? Do you just stick to one universal thing? Do you prepare differently for it? I don't know. I feel I like you can have the same idea, but you have to deliver it way differently. Do you perform for a I've done stuff in Spanish. I do stand up in Spanish. And there are certain jokes that you could do in both languages, but you have to deliver them completely different. I know. Otherwise, it doesn't work. You, you can't know, just translate something. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't deliver the same thing. Because there's some sayings that sometimes I say... Eh, yeah, like... Como, eh, como que, eh, eh, arroz que carne hay, you know, like, carne hay. Do you know you what know, that means? Que carne hay. I heard that's that very a lot Puerto Rican. That's, that's like Puerto Rican. Sí, yeah. Arroz que carne hay. Okay. And for those of you who don't know, that means that somebody's very attractive. Yeah, so there's... Um, there's arroz because there's already meat. Right. Yeah. Can I so get some rice? Needy. Can I get a side of rice? Because, oh, got it. I got it. Arroz, the meat's already here. Meat, arroz que carne hay. Yeah, that was yeah. We have the meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't make sense in English. No, it doesn't make sense in English. So I just thought, hey, how do you prepare for that? It took me a minute. Right, okay. you see? And I don't perform for, I just do my thing or whatever. However, I do dance hmm. for specific, uh, I do a dance for my Spanish audience when I do choreography, when I do dance, when I just tour dancing. Oh, now you guys can don't you, even, can yeah, you, it's in the pants. You guys don't it's even know. It's a different, different kind you, of pants everywhere. That was twerk? a bit, when I started, I knew it wasn't <laughs> going anywhere. No, Dasha, I'm not going to stand Oscar up. I would twerk. <laughs> I, I, for only, the audience. I have to be, be put in traction. No, that's interesting. So you do a whole set in Spanish, you do Spanish stand-up, and that's cool. Yeah. Cool. I didn't start doing improv in Spanish till maybe a few years ago, and what I realized is that it opened up my world even more. I realized that because it, Spanish is my first language, I was able to tap into something that I didn't before when I was doing it in English. So it was amazing. Because you grew up in Puerto Rico? I grew up. I was born and raised. 
That's amazing. How old were you when you came over? I was, uh, after my freshman year of college, I was 18 or oh, 19. Dude, you were a man. I was a, I was a Latino man. So you Yo, really know your Spanish. Accent? Oh, I want to hear your Puerto Rican that's accent. That's because of cable TV, guys. I learned English watching TV. But I want to hear your Puerto Rican accent. ¿Qué pasa? ¿Qué quieres que te diga? Dime, cuéntame. Nah, I want to hear that Puerto Rican accent. ¿En inglés o en español? ¿En español? Ah, pues dime, ¿qué pasó, Oscar? ¿Qué pasó? Oh, wow, ¿Qué está pasando? Nadie me lo cree. Nadie me lo cree que yo soy oh de Puerto Rico. Caso en la botoroca, ¿eh? Do you guys still say embustero for life? Embustero, embustero. Ya lo diré bien, embustero. And, and uh, jugo china? Jugo china. For orange juice. I had to correct myself at catering. I was like, is that jugo de naranja? <laughs> Instead of saying naranja, they say china. Yeah. Like china yeah, juice. We yeah, we do too. That's china adorable. You, you do too? Yeah, we do too. Cool. Yeah. Dame china, naranja agria para the, the sour orange. Oh my God. I was, you know, I was I in have Puerto a, Rico when I was seven years old. And when I graduated high school, I oh. gave myself a vacation can, in Puerto Rico you, for two weeks. you speak Spanish? I've forgotten a lot. I speak a little Spanish. But you can, yes. can I you, understand. Do you have the little Cuban accent? Si, yo hablo español con el acento cubano. Wow, I love that. Because so we've been able to like yeah. tame, uh, maybe not me, because you know. And the Dominican accent's a little different too. Tú sabes cómo es que la cosa a veces. But we all understand each other. Se enciende. Esa es la maravilla. Tú sabes que se. El tigre. They always say tigre, but. Dominicans say tigre. Yeah, but like, it's kind of annoying to me when they're like... They're trying to be like, hey, I, oh, know, I know the accent. No, no. Because I don't be talking like that all the you time. You don't, but a lot of people I know do. It's like, hey, dude, what's up? Like, yeah, like... What's up, dude? It's like, I know English. This is my uh, English accent. It's time for some brown love. We're going to get a little personal. Oh, we have. We okay. didn't know that. What's and happening? We're going to talk about brown love. And we wanted to ask a little about your love lives. Mm -hmm. Okay. Whatever you're comfortable with. You don't have to go all into the... I don't want to know all your details. Detail? Like You don't have to tell me all your hey, details. You, I don't you want to hear line. all your details. You draw the line where you want to draw, man. Okay. So, um, first off, what's your relationship status? I'm single right now. Wow. Well, okay. Yeah. yeah. How you say that in Spanish? Estoy soltero. Y sin compromiso. Soltero, you Soltero want to compromiso. And what's your relationship status? I'm married. I got, I got your wife's back. You know, as Latin women, we stick together. Is your wife I have, Latina? I have videos of our honeymoon that I'd like to share. No, she's not. She's American. She's a white. Interesting. Yeah. She's a white American. Wow. Te buscaste una blanquita, <laughs> una americana. My daughter, I think last year or something, we're sitting around. Was it last year? She was six or five. And she said, Mama, are you a white lady? <laughs> and, we, so and we, I know we but laughed. Was it and, positive? In a positive yeah, she's like, you know, Wiley, she's curious. And my wife's like, yes, I am. I am. And what does your daughter consider herself? Like, for her to ask that question, it's like, I don't know. She's half Cuban. So, but she knows she's half Cuban. Yeah, oh, I'm Cuban, beautiful. so she's half Cuban. But the test haven't come, I'm pretty positive. But the test, we're getting the, the test to mm. see if it's indeed. Right, right, right. We got to get the 23 and me involved. Yes, mm. to see if she is I indeed my daughter. I thought it was a paternity test. That's it is. It is a paternity test. Just to make sure. Yeah. Okay. But we're pretty sure. So she's half Cuban. Um, can we talk about your date? What about your you? Dating Wait, life? What's your situation? You can't, is it only on us? Oh, oh, thank you, I'm going to ask the question. Dasha. Dasha. That's not fair. This is a, this is a, oh, she doesn't want to talk about it. You know. There's a lot of fish in the pond. Okay, I think. And I'm right. the fish of woman. Okay. You know what I mean. I think she. Um, what was your? I think she's single. <laughs> I followed that. I think that's what that means. <laughs> that was a I good think analogy. She's very. A mystery. I think she's single. She's very um, successful in it. Okay. Do you have social media? I don't know. I do. You don't have social I media, do. so. What do you I'm have? Gonna, <laughs> 
Yeah, why, why don't I you have, have Twitter some... and then the, I'm on Instagram, but people are like, it's fake. It's a fake account. Yeah. I'm like, it's not fake, you're but not, I don't know how to respond to them. You don't have the blue check? No. You should get Damn, that. Damn, you got to get verified, Oscar. Get back. I got to get verified, get verified by the way. I'd like to get verified as soon as the show comes out. Can we Once you me? answer my questions. Okay, got it. Sorry. Here we go. So... I want to know what's any crazy DM slides, any stories. Oh, I, what's a DM? A DM is a direct message. What does that, that mean? That happens uh, in your inbox. Oh, in people when, send you a message? Yeah, they send you directly yeah. a message. Not like a comment and a photo, okay. but they go directly. Who, who sends you? Who? Uh, people uh, that are thirsty fans? usually. Thirsty people? No, but fans. I mean, if that's what that's the kind of question and you're asking. What's thirsty? Thirsty oh, means like super uh, attracted to you and just wanting to see if they can I get, get with you. I get fan mail. I go to my manager's office once in a while and we do the fan checks. Fan mail. And he gets, he, like, I get a, a letter from Germany. Do you get write any, back, any women? Write it back, put it on the pigeon. Wow. That's how Poor things I don't do. You guys talk about the network stuff. The networking, you know. So obviously there's no online dating for you. No. That he wants to talk about. I, is, is there um, online tell dating? Tell us about your DMs. I don't really... I am not. You don't get no DMs. No, I don't believe you. Not yet. Maybe after this, I can you, get the blue check. If I can get that blue check, maybe, maybe I'll be in DMs. No, honestly, does that have to do with grinder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, DM slides is just like how you communicate directly on social right. media. Dating sites is how you connect with people for the purpose of many. Whether I, it's right. the phone and call somebody. No, What's that's happening? not how it works anymore. Sorry. No. no. It's actually kind of working the dating things, right? But, but for me, like I don't, I don't bring that out in girls for yet. It's very like they don't get freaky yet. I mean, I'm honest. If we're being honest. They're just like very like, oh, you very. Oh, thank you. You're very talented. There was a game called the dating game when I was growing up, and it was delightful. No. Three bachelors. So my game is once. not delightful right now. Brown love is not delightful. I feel like I'm in a horse and buggy, and you guys are in jetpacks flying over. But how about for you? For people that are are in a serious relationship, right? Do you remember your first kiss? How did you meet? Like how we how we met with your wife? Yes. Oh gosh, she came. To see me at the Groundlings, uh, I guess like 15 years ago. We've known each other a long time. And she came with a friend, who, with a girl who I wanted to date. And that girl said, hey, come with me to go see Oscar. Wow. And then I dated that girl for 10 years and then eventually ended up with my wife. We've always been with other Wait, people. Wait, you wow. ended up, you did stay with that one girl for 10 years. And then you're like, hey, remember you came to my I, show 10 years ago? We knew each other, but oh, we've okay, always been with different people. We've always been with different people. But you put a pin on it. Yes. Okay. So, so we've known each other. like an attraction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've known each other like, uh, I said, 10, 15, like 20 years. And yeah, then we've always been with, and now we've been together like, I think 10 years maybe? We've been married eight. Wow. Our daughter seven. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, we, we waited. We were both mature when we had our, our little baby and we had her at home. You had her at home? My wife hates hospitals. Did you do a, a water birth or just a... Uh, yeah. She's setting a thing of water in the in the... Kid came out. That's awesome. And you were there. Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was really cool. Oh my god. Yeah, it was really really cool. What's your daughter's name? If you don't August. Mind? Was she born in August? No, October. See, wow. see what he did there. We like the you name. We there? like August Wilson, so we named. And her they August. couldn't they couldn't time it right. They had decided on the name before, but and they didn't then... conceive. They had to conceive at a certain month so that it would and it didn't work out. Our timing was off. Yeah, like Carlos <laughs> said. <laughs> and now my last question regarding love. Uh -huh. Does your love cost a thing? <laughs> you mean the implants? What have you heard? You, uh, I had implants? a rod. I had a rod inserted. Yeah. <laughs> because Where? I'm older. I yeah, know you got the walker. You got the plane. It's, it's like a garage. It's, it's like a garage a, opener. I click it. Wow. I click it down. I wish a lot of people would get rod inserts. And I believe in mechanics, not medicine. Yeah. Oh. Hydraulics. 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 Yay. <laughs> okay. 
My love don't cost a thing. Not yet. You know what I mean? I don't know what that means. No, I don't know what you mean. Why are you looking at me with your I mean single Latino eyes? You know what I'm saying. Well, I mean, what's you know how they say like you have priorities when you love somebody, right? right. Like you look for certain like is it social economic status? Mm -hmm. Is it what's what do you look for when you're speaking about love? Uh, do you look she for has partnership? To say yes. She has to she has to be like my mother. Just kidding. Oh. Uh, just kidding. Just kidding. Um, she has to. What do I look for in a woman? She has to be loyal. I guess I've had too many. We got serious. Um, so loyalty. Loyalty is important. I think. For you, what was it about your wife? Oh, look at him oh, having all the thoughts. You know, look, for for guys, it's visual. The first one is visual. Then, you know, the personality. You know, but but you're not, someone has to be uh, attractive. And your, then you're like, your hey. Your wife is hot. Your wife is hot. Just yeah, say she's it. Kind just of a, say she's, it. She's, she's attractive. Gosh, yes. Then that's good. That's, that's a good, good thing. That's a good you're like thing. You're, right? you're, like a, you're like a shim. Like, yeah, she's hot. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, because you want to you be more than that. You want to be, oh, no, the feeling. No, it's, Bro, it's, it's, it's a good way to start. It's a good way to start. That's Thank it. you. It's like a flower. Yes. The bees, the pollination. That's right. That's it. Something How? beautiful. Explain. Explain. The beautiful <laughs> petals. And then you see the petals oh, from the far petal, away. The, the and then bees the bee sees the petals. And then you see the, the bee. And they're like, let's get into that pollen. Yeah. And then you go, pollination Do I want to smell that flower? Do I want to smell the flower? Or do I want to pluck it? Because that's a I can't toxic relationship. You go too far. It's a toxic relationship. relationship. He said pluck. It's toxic. Why? It's I said smell. You said rot. I said smell. And then taste. And then you taste it. There's some flowers you can eat. It's time to play a little game. It's a game. And I like to call it Hispandering. Hispandering. And what we're going to do is that we're going to play clips of different politicians. Oh, boy. Pandering to Latino households, and y'all gonna okay. guess who said the thing and rate how cringy they are with okay. our cringeometer. Let's roll out the first one. Roll it out. Go ahead. La situación ahora es inaceptable. Este presidente ha atacado, ha demonizado los inmigrantes. Es inaceptable. Voy a cambiar este. Oh, I know who oh. this is, and I like him a lot. Too bad. His Spanish was crazy. <laughs> oh, oh, he tried. Oh, <laughs> oh. I didn't know but I love him. I love him. I know who it is. Do you yeah. know who it is? Beto. It's Beto. Beto. Are we wrong? Wasn't that Beto? Is that no. Beto wrong? Sounded like Beto. What? That was not but we Beto. were both wrong, and that's good. I thought it was Beto. Was Beto. I'm going to tell you who it is. That was Cory Booker ah, answering oh, a question Corey in Booker. Spanish at the Democratic yeah, debate. Oh, yeah. I thought there was something Spanish. wrong with the connection. Or he choked oh. on something. <laughs> Marvels. Oh, oh. <laughs> he tried. Wow. He tried, but he choked. So what's too, the cringometer? It was from, too guttural. From one to... From one to choke? Uh, from say. one to grinding your teeth. What's uh, the cringometer? From one to grinding <laughs> your teeth? What's the middle? What's the middle? The middle is okay. Holding your mouth shut. Yeah. Okay. Holding your mouth shut. <laughs> I would say holding your mouth shut. Yeah. Okay. Because there's got to be worse. We can't yeah, give grinding. This cannot be the, the Walmart we're starting of the game. Well, let's yeah. see. Let's go on to the second one. Okay. Necesitamos incluir cada persona en el éxito de esta economía. Pero si queremos hacer eso, necesitamos incluir cada persona en nuestra democracia. Uh, cada votar, ca cada votante necesitamos la representación y cada voz necesitamos escuchar. Is that Beto? Is that Beto? That's Beto. That's Beto. 
Much better. That's great. Much that was, better. That, that was, was beautiful. Good. That was I beautiful. I think that that's somebody like really. I understood every word. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. conjugations are a little off. That's when it starts to get but a little crazy. Corrected himself, yeah, right? Yeah. Politicians need to stay away from conjugation. Not as cringy. No, that Not was bad. very good. Yeah. All right. He's a good guy, man. Not like, oh, oh, oh. And Corey's a good guy, too, yeah. for the record. Yeah, he's great. But we're not basing it on, on, on no, that. No, we're basing no, it no. on no emotional on connection. No, we're totally like, yeah, that's, that's the game. That's it. Roll the next one, maestro. But I want you to know I am not just La Hillary. I'm also to Hillary. She wants us to know that she's not only La Hillary. Oh, that was it? Just that one yeah. word? Oh. <laughs> she's dos Hillary? She's two of them? Two Hillary. Ah, mirala with the pronouns. Wow. Oh, closed mouth, I guess. Uh. <laughs> what was that from? The last that time was, she... um, 2016. For Hillary 2016. to in San... <laughs> Actually, you guys were close. In San Antonio, Texas in 2015. Oh. Right on. There was still hope. Um, it's not over. Because it's not over. No, no, no. There's still hope. Next. Where are you from? I'm from Colombia. Colombia. And is this a setup? Did I ever meet you before? Huh? I'm Hispanic and I vote for Mr. Trump. We vote for Mr. Trump. Yes, Mr. Trump. Tia, you're embarrassing me. We love you. We love you. All the way to the White House. I swear to you. I think she's totally beautiful and great. I never met her before, I swear. Camille, let me feel your pussy. Oh. They said we can curse. Yeah, they said we can say, yeah. yeah he yeah, said yeah. you're totally beautiful. That's his next line. That's his opening line. You're beautiful. Come here. I swear. It was, that was so cringy, but now. Who was that not, woman? Who was that? That's who I'm interested in. I don't care who, who the other guy was. Who was that woman? I said, Dia, you, you're embarrassing me, you can, which means auntie, you're embarrassing auntie. me. When she what's, was, the, what's the cringeworthy meter? We can't even put a meter on there's it. There's not a meter on it. No, that lady's crazy. That, that lady's lady, nuts. You know, I tell you something. She sounds like she's giving us code. She's coding saying, I'm not well, please save me. Oh. By oh, what good. she's saying. Nice. She's like, vote for him. But the way the pitch oh, my God. is saying Let's, she's in yeah, danger. That one doesn't count. We should throw that one away. My life depends on saying this. Yeah. Tengo que decirlo. Vote for Trump. Okay. Next. Buenas tardes. Bienvenidos a la Casa Blanca. Su casa también. And happy Cinco de Mayo. I know there are tacos and churros and margaritas. Taquila. So I'm going to be brief. I'll let you get back to the taquila. She sounded very excited about that. Tequila. Say tequila. Just say tequila. I want to say taquito. Wow, 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 wow. I love that. How he, do unpack, he, just how do hits, he doesn't speak Spanish. He's just hitting the words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, tacos. He was, he was looking at a menu. Burritos. Yeah. But his delivery. Tequila and taquito. No, oh, everything leading up to rock, the food. Man. There's something about people just saying rock. food. and He did, he did the accent. The taco he did the and dad, the tequila the dad and the taquito. He's, like, he's not speaking Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> He's reading. He was saying words in Spanish. He yeah. said a couple of words in Spanish. Is it cringeworthy? I uh, think it's kind a of like bit. amusing. A little bit. I think that one should, it's it's a little bit. It's half, half of it is fine. And then as soon as he starts with the food. It's but like, he knows how to, when to stop. He didn't launch into but a do you phrase think like Cory Booker. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. But <laughs> he knows, yes, he, he knows enough <laughs> not to do that. <laughs> All right. Let's hear the last one. Hoy, mm. 5 de mayo, quisiera dirigir un mensaje a toda la comunidad hispana del país. In especial a nuestros amigos de origen mexicano. 
El 5 de mayo es una fecha honorable en la que México, nuestro vecino, se defendió con valentía ante una intervención extranjera. Aquí en los Estados Unidos, el 5 de mayo se ha convertido He's en showing off now. Okay, fade I don't know who that is. Is that Pence? No. Who is that? Who is that? That was Jeb Bush wishing everyone a happy Cinco oh, de Mayo. Oh, but he's his married. wife is he's Mexican. Married, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's good Spanish. Yeah. Until he said honorable. There's some words. But like, we got to give oh, some oh, credit oh, because oh, there's so oh, many. Oh, those oh, are hard syllables. words, man. Yeah. And on that note, let's end this with a little brindis. Prayer, thank God. A toast? A toast. And so, thank you guys so much for being part of this. Thank you. And celebrating. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having Thank us you for your, allowing me to. Thank you for to, hosting us in your place. Thank you. One wish <laughs> for the next decade for our Latin community. Amen. Get out there and vote, everyone. Please. Get out there and vote. We beg you. Register to vote and vote. It's online. You can do it. Be proud. Know your rights. <laughs> this is apple juice, guys. Mm, it's tasty, though. It is. It tastes mad bubbles. good right now. It's nice. This show was produced by Netflix and Contodo in partnership with Futuro Studios. If you like what you heard, be sure to rate and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to follow at Contodo Netflix on Instagram and Twitter for all things Latin excellence on Netflix. Join me next week to hear a conversation about that third culture kid life. I've been your host, Dasha Polanco. Hasta la próxima, mi gente. Should we do ASMR? Yeah. Okay, Ready? so this is really good April. Uh, mm, this is yum. This is really yeah. delicious. Let me just take a little sip. Mm. Oh, I know how oh to slurp. God, this is so good. Ah.